Welcome back to Held and Healed. This podcast is a resource that is filled with resources to help you on your healing journey. And the topics that we cover are especially geared towards women who are rebuilding their lives after abuse and to the helpers, the ones who really want to be supportive of and help and not further harm those who are recovering from abuse. So thank you so much to our listeners. We are about to hit the 4,000 play mark, which is just unbelievable. I feel like, especially because I don't promote this in too many different places, I feel like that's a lot of reaches in a very short period of time. And I'm looking forward to 2022 and beginning to hopefully invite back some of the guests that I have previously interviewed and um, just give you more and more resources and more and more truth bombs. So it's been an exciting year. Uh, for those of you who don't know my story, this this was a journey for me. Years ago, um, I offered to speak in different settings and in different platforms, and I was always I was always um, turned away for different reasons. It's been pretty amazing to me and almost comical if it were not hurtful almost comical the reasons that people came up with there was a season in my life that I was too young okay then all of a sudden this switch happened and then I was told I was too old in certain settings to be relevant okay okay I believe that in most settings I was just too female let's be honest that's a thing I was just too human. I was just too imperfect. All the reasons. Um, And then we look at the word of God, which is filled with story after story after story of people who were imperfect. God does not wait for us to be perfect and completely healed before he uses us. If he waited for us to be perfect and completely healed, none of us would ever open our mouths to help another human being. I do believe there's wisdom in being healed to a to a degree and working towards our healing always but i believe that's something that evolves over time and no person who takes a platform or takes a microphone to share is perfect and no person who takes a platform or a microphone is completely healed i believe that the day that we are perfectly healed is the day we meet him face to face So there were all these things in my heart that I wanted to share, all these things that were burning inside of me, but I never felt good enough. I never felt put together enough. I never felt educated enough. As a matter of fact, I literally hated to hear my voice. Literally hated it. Like listening to my voice played back to me, whether it was singing or speaking, I cringed. I was so critical of my voice and... I went on a journey for the last couple years where I began using voice texting. I began doing Facebook Lives. Uh, Those are the two main things. And I would make myself listen to or watch back those things so that I got desensitized. And I started hating my voice less and less and less and less. So just to go on that journey where I don't mind hearing my voice played back has been part of my healing. I still do not love to see myself on video. So I I have room to grow to get to a point where I want to be videoed and I feel comfortable. But for now, I have learned to accept my voice and maybe even like my voice to the point that I could even step out and do this podcast. So 
I want to share that because there are many of you who have gifts that God has placed within you and you have abilities that you don't believe you have. And if you despise the voice that God's given you or you despise the whatever the gift is, you put it in, you put that word into the, the sentence, then you are probably missing out on some amazing opportunities to be used by God. And others are missing out on receiving the gift that God has placed within you. So my hope and my prayer for you is that whatever gift God has planted inside of you, that you would embrace it, you would grow in it, and you would be grateful to him, even if you are not perfect, even if you don't completely love that gift, that you would grow in it. So um, I just stepped out in March and started this podcast, and it has been an incredible journey. I enjoy doing interviews, but I also love just sitting here in my bed with my puppy dogs and my bed head sticking straight up and just speaking from my heart. I have no notes in front of me today, just speaking straight from my heart to you because um, there are just things that are on my heart that I want to speak and I don't need it to be rehearsed. I don't need it to be formal, just coming straight from my heart. So um, one of the things is I just want to invite women who are rebuilding after abuse to join us in our private Facebook group, Held and Healed. Christian Women Rebuilding After Abuse. That group has reached almost 1,000 members. It's a place where I share resources and tools and just different things that help have helped me on my healing journey. We also develop and build community. We have some fun things that we do to kind of break up the heaviness of advocacy and abuse recovery. So on Saturdays, we do Not So Serious Saturday. And ladies share uh, memes that they have saved up through the week and they're silly and sometimes a little bit sassy and snarky because hashtag survivor humor and trauma humor. Um, We don't, we don't go into the, you know, the gross and the vile and the inappropriate, but sometimes there's just a humor that survivors have that only other survivors truly get. I think you know what I mean? So we do Not So Serious Saturday, and then on Sundays, we share the wins that we have for the week. So, you know, it can be something simple as the kindness of a stranger offering a smile or a word of encouragement or holding open a door for us, you know, when we were having a bad day. Or it can be something huge, like someone just coming out of nowhere and offering to pay for our mortgage for the month so that we can pay that bill. Um, And everything in between. And we celebrate the highs and the lows of life together we're creating community. We are, I'm seeing friendships that are happening because of online groups that we have, because of the retreat that we had in the fall. I love, love, love seeing the connections. I know that I am limited as a human being. I can only reach out to so many people. I can only have conversations and dialogues with so many people. But as you find other women within the group, who have been through similar things to what you've been through, there is a bond. Some call that the trauma bond. I have heard trauma bond as being bonded to your abuser, but someone else described trauma bonding as actually bonding to other survivors. So whatever you want to call it, people who understand what you've been through is a comforting, comforting thing. It's a validating thing. So please join us and help us hit that 1000 mark. It is a 
bittersweet reality to see the group growing as fast as it is. It's bittersweet because the need is so vast and great. There are so many women within faith communities who are and have experienced tremendous amounts of abuse. But then the sweet side of it is that we have one another. There's validation. There's understanding. There's empathy. There is um, just this, yeah, we, we feel seen. We feel heard. We equip and we empower. And I share lots and lots of resources to help people on their healing journey. So another awesome opportunity that I offer to my group because there are, you know, people that want to go deeper and want to have more of a group setting to grow, I offer something called 12 Truths Group Coaching. And I did a podcast several weeks ago where you can go back and listen to the truths that we cover in that. And we meet together alternating between Facebook Live and Zoom. We meet together for 12 weeks and we unpack these 12 truths together. So we are getting ready to launch group number three. And sometime in the new year, I will launch group number four. So the best way to see uh, which group is being offered currently and the schedule for that is to go to my website, um, www.heatherelizabeth.org. And the header that has all the different offerings, just click on um, coaching, group coaching. And that will take you to the most current group coaching um, schedule that's available. And if it's open at the time, you can join in, or if there's one upcoming, that schedule will be there as well. So we welcome you, um, into that group. It's a smaller setting, more intimate. You'll get to know some of these ladies. Also, I'm super, super excited. And I do have these notes in front of me. I want to invite anyone and everyone to join us for our first safer spaces summit. The dates of that are March 25th and 26th of 2022, and this will be a virtual event that will be recorded live. So just so you know, these will not be pre-recorded sessions. They are going to be live, and I have confirmations from a rock star, all-star, killer lineup of advocates, authors, speakers, and leaders who really understand the dynamics of abuse within faith communities. We welcome survivors to this, to this summit, but it's also geared very much towards any type of helper. So if you are an advocate and you love people who have suffered and come through domestic violence, spiritual abuse, sexual trauma, et cetera, et cetera. If you are a counselor and you just would like to learn about some of the amazing resources that are available out there for women, especially within faith communities, if you're a pastor or spiritual leader, this is for you. So um, here comes my train. So please excuse it. I'm not going to start this over, but we have lined up for you, Sarah McDougall, Patrick Weaver, Gretchen Baskerville, Cindy Burrell, Joy Forrest, Rebecca Davis, Neil Shorey, Clara Hinton, and Dale and Faith Ingram. I am so, sorry, I am so excited and absolutely honored to have these people coming on to give from their wells of knowledge and expertise and life experience. These people have lived it and walked it. Many of them are also survivors. So, To me, that makes their voice 
that much stronger, that much more powerful because they've lived through abuse. Um, I think on this list, I only have one, two, maybe three that haven't endured, well, you know, maybe none of them (laughs) that haven't endured abuse at some point in their lives. But the ones who haven't as much, they are voices and advocates for and have passionate hearts for survivors. So I will link the summit registration um, in the podcast notes as well. So again, March 25 through 26, online, virtual, and you will have vaulted access after the event to watch this over and over again. Early bird registration is going to be your your best individual pricing, and that is good through December 31st. So if you're planning to join us, go ahead and grab your ticket and get in at that good deal. And then after January 1st, I will uh, the price will increase. And then I will also be offering um, bundles of five and 10 for churches and organizations that want to participate in this together. So you'll receive one link, um, one Zoom link to watch this together. So you could get your staff together at a church or at your office or wherever, and you could watch this together over the course of the weekend. And then there will be access um, for the vault for that one person who signed up. So those are some things that I have coming up just to further equip and empower and encourage you on your healing journey. And I am very, very, very excited um, to be a part of something so huge that I believe once again, you take a stone, you throw it into the river and the ripples, the ripples, the ripples, the ripples. So as one person shares this with her pastor and then that pastor takes the training and then the people within that church began to be healed and seen and heard instead of rejected and further harmed and further traumatized and further abused, the ripples of this, I believe, are going to go on and on and on and on. And I, again, am so honored to be a part of something so huge. So for the rest of this episode, I wanted to spend some time speaking to the heart who is feeling alone right now. We know the songs. We know it's the most wonderful time of the year. And we go, gag. No, it's not. I'll be home for Christmas, okay? For a lot of people, that song is so triggering because going home for Christmas or being around certain individuals during the holidays is not safe. So I wanted to just come this morning and speak to the heart that is lonely, speak to the heart that is broken, speak to the heart that is um, alienated, speak to the heart that feels cast out, Speak to the heart that wants so desperately to be healed and whole and knows that going into certain settings and situations over the holidays will break open that wound again. And any healing that you've experienced over the last several months or the the last year will be um, jeopardized. So I'm here this morning to say that I see you and I understand you and I am you. And I have cried almost every Christmas my entire life from childhood through adulthood. 2020 
was the first Christmas that I could recall that I did not cry. (laughs) That's really sad. That's really sad. But I remember as a child, um, there was so much strife and there was so much brokenness and so much trauma and so much abuse. And the holidays just made it all that much harder. And then I remember as an adult, certain situations and settings that I had to go into where I knew that they were unsafe, but I did not feel that I had a choice. Or I would go in for this, quote unquote, for the sake of my kids. Um, my heart just aches for anybody who is still there. And I encourage you that if you are low to no contact 11 months out of the year, not to um, disregard those boundaries just because it's December. So if you're low contact with certain family members, remain low contact during the month of December. If you are no contact with certain people, remain no contact because you set that boundary for a reason and if you think of and I'm sorry if this is gross or graphic but if you think of a festering wound that is on your leg and it's beginning to heal and there's a salve that you have discovered that is helping and there are certain things that you're doing that are helping that wound to heal And you know that if you do X, Y, Z, it's as if someone is taking a stick and jabbing that wound before it is healed and it will just reopen it and it will fester and it will become infected all over again. And our souls, our spirits, our minds, our emotions are very much like that wound. And we need to be wise in our healing journey, what we're exposing ourselves and our wounded parts to. So if you do choose to go into an unsafe and an unhealthy situation through the holiday season, I encourage you to have boundaries and parameters in place and surround yourself with one or two others who are safe and move about that event with those safe people close by. Because abusers look for and they target us when we are alone and we are isolated. So that is one thing that I have found that really helps to just move as a group with your safe people. Also limiting how long you're going to be at an event can be extremely helpful. So um, show up if you're going to show up and stay for a short period of time and then bow out graciously and go home. Because I find that the more time that people sit around, the more full bellies get, the mouths start opening and flapping, and the insults and the behaviors, um, the more time. If there are you know, substances involved, if alcohol is a part of the equation, we know that most people, as they drink more, that you know, the opportunity and the likelihood of something dumb coming out of someone's mouth is great, greater. So set your boundary. Stay for the meal and maybe the gifts and then bow out and that's okay. If it is safe to do that. If it's not safe to do that, don't even expose yourselves. Please, please practice healthy habits. I did a podcast earlier in the season, um, a held and healed holiday. You can go back and listen to that more in depth. Things that I suggest, but please practice those healthy habits of getting sleep and rest at night of eating nutritious foods and hydrating and taking supplements and moving your body. I'll admit, I don't always like that one and I'm struggling with that one this week, but moving your body does help every part of you to feel better. 
For some, movement is just getting up and walking around the room and changing your position after you've sat at a desk or sat on the couch or sat in your bed. For some people, it's going to be extremely low impact and gentle. For other people, going to the gym and having a full-blown workout is what really makes you feel better. So give yourself grace and know where you are and know what your body can and cannot do. But practice those healthy habits. Do not let yourself be neglected and your um, healthy habits be abandoned just because of the busyness of the season. And find something that lifts your heart and lifts your spirit. So for me, I saw that Chosen had a Christmas movie and I reached out to a couple of friends very impromptu. And if all goes as planned, we're going to go watch that this evening. And I think that will be very uplifting for my body, my mind, my spirit, every part of me. If you love music, find a Christmas musical event to attend. If you love seeing lights, go drive around, grab a couple of your safe people, stop and get some hot chocolate somewhere and drive around and look at beautiful lights. For me, one of the things that helps me the most that distracts me from my own, and I think this is a healthy thing at this point in my life. I think in the past I did this to avoid my own pain, but I think at this point in my life, I just really love, love, love to help people and finding someone else to focus on helps me to not be so focused on myself. And so at Christmas, I love to look around at needs that are very, um, practical. (laughs) And if someone needs, you know, their electric bill paid for helping her to find those resources, if someone needs a Christmas meal, so that she and her kids have something special. If someone needs gifts to unwrap, um, just connecting the resources to the needs is so life-giving and so healing. And I have taken upon myself the um, organization of a meal for our local sheriff's department. So the way that the schedule falls, because Christmas was on a Friday last year, a Saturday this year, and a Sunday next year, this particular shift of men and women will have to work three Christmases in a row. And the days before and after are usually, you know, working or sleeping because they've worked. So um, I've said the least that we can do is make sure they have a nice meal. So last year showed up on Christmas Day with a mostly homemade meal for both shifts. And this year on Christmas Eve, we are planning that. So just look around at people who need some cheer, who need to be appreciated, who need to be seen, who need to be loved and cared for, and find ways to bless them. It doesn't have to cost you money. A lot of times what I do is coordinate. I do not have at this moment in time an abundance of resources just to give to all the needs that I'm aware of. But what I do have are amazing and generous friends. And so usually I post something on Facebook and within 24 to 48 hours, the need is met because people are so kind-hearted, so good. And so even if you don't have the ability to go and provide a meal for someone or provide presents under the tree, if you post or reach out to your friends and family and say, hey, I'm aware of a need, what, you know, what can you do to help? 
or have them share it. If they're not able to do something, they can share it. And within, you know, a matter of days, usually these needs are met. I remember one year that we had um, local fires. We had quite a few of them, actually. And I live near a fire department, which is actually pretty amazing to me that during our podcast, we haven't heard the sirens from the fire trucks. But we just rallied as a community and within days we helped to find all kinds of things for these families that were displaced because of the fire and one dear dear soul she went to walmart and she just started buying toys for kids and she trusted that the the need would be met and while she was at walmart people were messaging her and sending her money online i love things like that i could do that kind of thing all day long so If you are in a place where you just feel forsaken and alone and feel like you don't have a purpose or um, any reason to go on, sometimes it is helpful to just reach out and find other people who need some TLC and love on them. If you yourself are that person and you need that TLC and you don't have gifts for your kids and you don't have a meal for your children, there may be resources available in your community, in your church, So please don't be shy about reaching out. And if you hear this before Christmas and you want to reach out to me through um, the group or through um, my website, if I can help to match the needs to the resource, I will do what I'm able. Um, Can't always promise, but I will at least put ideas in your head so that you can explore different resources for for instance there is a christmas tree farm near raleigh north carolina that was giving out free christmas trees to single mamas even delivering them how awesome is that and someone else reached out to me from a different state and said do you know if anybody is doing this in my state and i said to her i would reach out to your local domestic violence shelter and see what resources they have available So I believe that the needs can be met if we reach out and we state the needs that we have. And um, if you are someone who has the ability to bless others and you just don't know who to give to or who to bless, also reach out to me because I can help you find um, those, those needs. I usually do things anonymously. So the donor is anonymous and the recipient is anonymous. And I just kind of play the middleman. That helps people to feel less like a charity case. And most people who are extremely generous, their hearts are so pure, they don't even want the recognition. They don't even want the recognition. And I love that. And coming in 2022, there will be the Honor Project movement. I am so ecstatic to step forward into this. This is a nonprofit that I am launching that will give me a greater capacity to meet more needs. And then donations will also be tax deductible. So coming in 2022, we're gonna be able to have a greater impact on survivors and mamas and kiddos and all the projects that I have brewing in my brain. So, all right, well, I'm gonna keep this one a little bit shorter today because, It doesn't need to be long, but I just wanted to offer you guys the information about Held and Healed, the information about the group coaching that's coming up, Safer Spaces Summit, and just give that word of encouragement to the lonely, to the broken, 
to the one who feels completely forsaken. And I'd like to say a prayer um, for us as we move into the next couple weeks. Father, today I come to you and I lift up my dear sisters to you. I lift up them and their children and all the moving parts of their situations and their stories. I thank you that you, Jesus, chose to come to this earth. You chose to come as a mere human, as a baby born in a stable, the most humble of conditions possible. You are the King of all kings, the Lord of all lords, and you left the glory, the splendor, the majesty of heaven, and you put on flesh, and you were born in a dirty, dirty stable, and you came to be Emmanuel, God with us, and you came to be our Savior and our Redeemer. And Lord, as we ourselves, many of us find ourselves in lowly and humble and desperate situations right now, I ask that you reach out right now to each of these women. I am a mere human who is limited in the reach of how many people that I can help and how many people that I can connect. But you, God, are all-powerful, all-knowing. You are present with each woman. You see every need. You know every heart's cry. You see the mamas who work day and night struggling just to keep food on the table and a roof over the heads of her children. And right now, she may not have what she needs to make this day special, to make Christmas memorable. But Lord, I ask that even total strangers, even now, would be moved with compassion to help these mothers. I pray that their churches would be moved with compassion to help them. I pray that their extended family members would be moved with compassion to help them. I pray that their neighbors and their friends would invite them in and welcome them into settings and into events and gatherings so that they are not alone. I pray for manna from heaven just to fall (laughs) and that they would have food and gifts to give to their children to um, just to honor them and to show them care. Lord, I pray for those who need help with their utilities and their rent and maybe vehicles that are breaking down God again that you would show up and show off through the provision through the generosity of people that they know and total strangers that those who have extra would give to help those who have nothing Lord I believe that in your kingdom it all works out there's always more than enough And so I pray, Lord, for these precious women who are rebuilding their lives, who are trusting you, that this would be a season of miracles where they would see you providing for them and for their kiddos, and that all glory would be given back to you. May they they feel seen, (laughs) may they feel heard, may they feel loved and embraced, held and healed. And I pray this in Jesus' precious name. Thank you so much to everyone who has listened to any of our podcasts this year. Wow. I am in awe. I am grateful to anyone who takes the time to listen, anyone who takes the time to learn how to be a better helper, anyone who takes the time and passes this on to others. I just cannot wait to see in the new year, especially as I learn how to put these podcasts onto YouTube and have a completely different reach through YouTube. So um, thank you so much for caring. Thank you to those who are healing and growing and doing the hard work. 
to pass on to the next generation a healed and a whole person. And as always, you can find us on Facebook, Held and Healed, Christian Women Rebuilding After Abuse, or you can find me at heatherelizabeth.org. Blessings to you, and I pray that you will feel held even as you are being healed.